The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to the Sunday service episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Uh, on today's show, we break down every single starting player on the Dallas Cowboys defense, and we put them onto a rank. Are they an s rank player? That's Super Saiyan. Are they an A, B, C, D, E? All the way down to E, I believe. Anyways, that was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, if you're just listening to this to this podcast, you need to come join us on the YouTube. That's every Wednesday and Sunday. Sunday service is what you're listening to today. And then the Wednesday night main event, which might be switching or is, will be switching to Thursday uh, at a date coming up because Bandwagon Boy 1's uh, youngest son is uh, playing football on those days. So no biggie. We will let you know. But it's going to be twice a week. If you're listening to this on audio, come join us on the YouTube uh, just search Cowboys Can Fan um, on YouTube or Google, and we will pop up. You can visit our website, CowboysCanFan.com. It's got all of our social medias and everything. And uh, also slide into our DMs on all the social medias, at Cowboys Can Fan. Uh, and finally, this podcast is brought to you by The Landry Hat, uh, the official podcast of thelandryhat.com, and it's uh, brought to you by Fansided. Got that a little backwards, but hey, it made sense at the end. And if you want to uh, listen to more than just the Dallas Cowboys, there's um, some great basketball and MMA uh, and MLB sports podcasts on the Grid Network. Go check out the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D, and then the word network. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. You got him! Oh yeah, we got him, baby. We got him, baby. Welcome to the Can Fan Cowboys Can Fan Sunday Service Father's Day Edition. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. All you gray-haired, saggy bald bastards out there, and we got one of them with us. Uh, you, you don't know that my balls are <laughs> saggy. Well, get get that in you. Crack them if you got it. It's hard-earned. That's an earned one on Father's Day for Bandwagon Boy 1 over there. How's it feel Hell to be yeah. a father on Father's Day? Is it as great as everyone imagines? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I like that you, you, I got, I you got, this is more important than this is more important than your family. Well, I appreciate that. Know, family, it, Father's Day, it's like, well, what do you want to do on Father's Day? I said, I want a podcast. Oh. Adam, Adam did when he came to me. He said, you get back upstairs. <laughs> I got one of these from... One of my kids, they made, you can't really see it, but it's a Dallas Cowboys. What are those called when they have the the enlarged words, like certain words? Uh, a word? Word, word art. A word art? <laughs> word art. So he made this word art thing. Is that Wordle? He's 10, so he's it's just awesome. learning how to use a computer. And he's he made, so hot right now. Can you say that, or is that too? <laughs> he's a hot artist. He's hot. <laughs> He's a hot artist. It's flying off the shelves. Uh, and then I got, he made a custom one of one. Wow, uh, Dallas Cowboys, and it's banana board style. Well, yeah, he I went. Can't the old wait to steal that from you and put it on eBay. And uh, but he made it so he takes paper, yeah, and then he glues it, and then he squishes it together like in multiple layers. To Why aren't we trying it. to sell these on the can? 
CowboysCanFan.com. Yeah. Exclusive. One of one. Banana boards. Well, the, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm pretty, that stuff like that's pretty sweet when you get it for. Well, yeah, for you know Father's what? AJ, AJ and I got each other gifts. So. Yeah. Beeges. <laughs> we blew each other behind the house before we came in. It was, uh, bris- it was bristly. It was a brisk. <laughs> I'm growing. I'm growing as much of a little stub that I can grow too, so it was a bristly uh, boner. So we went from Adam's Father Day's gifts to me and AJ performing fillet show. It is Sunday service. We talk about it all, and we have some cowboys articles. Well, this one is not some good news here for for Cowboys Nation. Cowboys legend. Cowboys legend, and and, and a football legend, right? Um, Dion. You, yeah. So he's been struggling a little bit with. Deion Sanders. Yeah, Deion Sanders had been struggling a little bit with blood clots in his foot. And I guess this article's saying that Deion Sanders might have to get his foot amputated. Oof. I almost feel like this is, a, he almost sold his soul 30 yeah. years ago hey. to be one of the best in the world. And now he's getting it, now he's getting it taken away from him. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I hope that's not the case, but at least it's not during his prospering uh, career. Not he's, to say that, of course, you want... This to happen at any point in any, anyone's life. What? How did? It, was it like a from a blood clot surgery thing? and just plain oh. injuries throughout playing, and then he just had to get a, a bunch of surgeries. But now they're saying Sanders, the new football coach. Sorry, sorry. Where did I? Sanders, the new football coach of the University of Colorado Buffaloes, has been dealing with issues with his foot. He has already un- undergone surgical procedures that include having to have his big toe and his second toe amputated because of blood clots that run down his leg from the top of his calf to his foot. So they've already amputated on a couple of his toes. And he basically said, you just have to understand what the risks are, or sorry, that's the surgeon, and things can cascade. So they're, they're at the point where taking the big toe and the other toe have not prevented this, and they might have to take the whole foot off. Yes. That's scary, man. That's shitty. Like you said, you don't ever want to see that for anyone. Obviously, Sanders is having a great second career as a football coach. You could even say third career because he was a, a very good uh, NFL analyst, analyst for yeah. a while, and then um, obviously a top 10, if not top 5, NFL player. So it's just sad to see. But I'm a guy like that, I imagine his mindset and his morale and attitude, he'll overcome anything that goes his way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, like you said, it's it's out. He's not losing. He it's not going to impede any type of career that he has right now. No, especially, it still sucks. Obviously, it sucks. Yeah, but. no one wants to lose their foot, but they'll get get him a uh, some magic legs like for or for like Lieutenant Dan, and he'll be he'll be on on with it. And that's Lieutenant Dan. He might even be faster than he was before. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, well, you know, um, not yeah. directly Cowboys news, but it is. It's he's a yeah. Cowboys great. So you, and it's NFL news because you, you like to hear about this stuff in the right. off season. Well, let's get some uh, something a little bit more kind of upbeat here. Look at these. Look at this fucking trio. Hey, the, the hide the, your wives. These three dudes walking into the pub. So if anyone that's just listening, we're looking at a picture of Stephen Jones lo, uh, leading the bunch. Mike McCarthy with a Cowboys cup in his hand, yep. and then Jerry Jones. Creeping up the the rear, they're all walking like they're coming to steal your bitches. Yeah, Jer- Jerry looks like he's ready to put some bets on a a, a real fast horse, <laughs> and uh, Mike McCarthy's definitely drinking some Kool Aid mixed with vodka or the, codeine. Or co- Mike's <laughs> into the codeine mix. It's 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 two. It's two. Uh, it's like two older friends that they have to just drag along with their dad for Father's Day for Father's Day drinks to go watch the game. McCarthy looks pretty good in this picture. 
McCarthy yeah. looks better than Stephen Jones. He does look better than Stephen Jones. Yeah, Stephen is def- like Stephen needs to wear a jacket more often than not because <laughs> when he has one off, he does not hide. Wait his a body second, shape. that's not Stephen Jones. That's uh, Batson. Batson. Oh my gosh! <laughs> What's his uh, name? Why can't I think of this guy's name? Stephen Jones. Uh, oh, Michael. Keaton. Michael Keaton. Keaton. Well, yeah, from the new Flash movie. movie. Well, Batson. Who, well, who do we call him Batson for a reason? I know, I know. I was expecting one of you guys to know the name of the well, actor. I just, I just said it. Michael Keaton. I think Alex said it. No, Alex didn't say it. So what was, this artic- what was the title of this article? And It was by SB Nation, and who wrote that? Yeah, this is uh, by LP Cruz. Uh, I don't know if we've ever brought up one of this dude's or dudette's article. but He always says hop on the cruise before he writes yeah. an article. Hey, it's time to hop on the cruise train. <laughs> the, <laughs> now, the cruise train? The cruise train. Super- <laughs> Does the does the title and the image foreshadow like the the new they're doing something a little different this year and Stephen Jones is leading the pack? Is that what this is about? I don't know. Let's Ooh, let's foreshadow. Let's have a look. Um, the Cowboys' willingness to be more aggressive in acquiring acquiring talent may take an upswing with an addition to their analytics department. What the fuck does that mean? That everyone's asking. It says first Dallas traded for cornerback Stephon Gilmore to b- bolster the secondary. Then the team acquired Brandon Cooks to improve the passing game. But the Cowboys have also made personnel moves, such as hiring analytical mind John Park from the Indianapolis Colts. Um, fuck, I'm gonna butcher yeah. this. Mal Pal, <laughs> I like it. Had an active role with the Baltimore Ravens, an organization that is considered to be one of the best run franchises in the NFL. Her data and opinions mattered in the NFL discussions, among other areas. Mally Pally sounds better than Mal Pal. Mally Pally, Mali Pally, Mally Pally, I all I see is like parallel is what I'm thinking yeah, when yeah. I see all when I see all those L's in a name or in a word. Uh, the Ravens consulted Mally Pally <laughs> in the lead up to the. 2021 NFL draft that draft saw Baltimore add wideouts for Rashad Bateman and Tylen Wallace general manager, Eric DaCosta referenced the analytics that came from Malapal. So what is she? She's a guru. She's yeah. like a run guru. And now she's over here with the Cowboys. Now she's now she's mucking it up with the Cowboys. She's uh dare I say she's uh, uh the dude from Moneyball. Now Jonah Hill. Oh, I don't know. Don't get mad at me because yeah. I don't know it. Well, I, hey, I guess what I I came up with it. Again. You did. You what? You, you dug it. You dug deep. So that's not yeah. good. The Cowboys are doubling down and putting more of an emphasis on analytics, trends, and numbers, which is smart given how the league is going. Instead of being left behind, the Cowboys are proactive with their offseason hires. Something that should play pay off and on the field. What do you guys think? You like that? I mean, I feel like every team in the NFL should have been doing that prior to now. Yeah, I know. as long as you're not. Uh, What's the term? Wagging the dog and having analytics lead what you're doing because there is still you gotta uh, feel that you gotta you, feel it a bit. You know, one day in the future we will have perfect analytics where you can break something down and it's gonna analyze everything and con- and consolidate it and give you like a ninety nine percent. I'll option. give you a I'll give you a good explanation. Yeah, I can. Someone can tell me how cold the water is, but I gotta feel it with my feet. Yeah, no, totally. I got to get yes. those feet in there yes. and feel it. At this point, like analytics will give you an answer to whatever you're asking, but it doesn't know how to ne- necessarily calculate a player's ability. And I'll always go back to just the, and this can go for a number of NFL players, but Jerry Jerry Rice's game speed uh, versus his whatever, 4.6 or 4.7. Uh, 40. 40, where you could just see when he needed to, he was faster than everyone else. on the, everyone yeah. else out there. I can't wait till 20, 2075, we'll say, where it's just like a Madden simula- simulation. Yeah. They just pick players, but then they just run the simulation against each other because then no one gets concussions. Yeah. 
And all players do all week is they run drills to calculate their metrics, <laughs> yeah. and then they take those metrics and they input them into a uh, well, system. And well, it, we laugh, but the, the guarantee you, some teams are already flirting with like AI co-pilots in, in, oh, in figuring out some of those analytics uh, analytics stuff. Definitely, yeah, I it, wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if they I were. guarantee I, I think by, by twenty twenty eight, we'll probably they'll probably have teams will probably have their own app so that you can ask rather than be, like you're. You're asking specific stats or something specific to your team that only NFL you can will see. regulate it, so everyone can. Well, yeah, yeah. every team will have some sort. Well, maybe of like, they should start with no, the well, fuck, the, maybe yeah. they should start with the fucking refs. That's maybe they should go analytically. Yeah, like, like you want AI AI refs? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, why, why? If, they, if they're gonna make the, <laughs> it's like that stupid taxi driver in. Um, oh my I'm god! Jo- I'm a Johnny Cab. I'm a Johnny Cab. Total Recall's Total. a movie. Why, why can't? And you're talking about the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, the older one, Johnny why, Cab. Why can't they just have like here's a here's a thing? Maybe remove give coaches one challenge, and if they get it, they get a second. And every single play is re- reviewed by a computer. And if there's a discretion, then the ref can go and look. It, like, the computer will call him over. The ref will verify it and then make the call. If well, there's not, 40 seconds most of the time between yeah, each play. Like, there is a there's lot of time. more than enough time. Like, any th- and, and then there's obvious plays, but it's already running. Like, it should just already be running. Why are you not well, calculating? You, yeah, well, and, like, they, tra- they have... They have chips inside of the balls, and I'm not saying to completely use that, but part if you're already going to review certain plays, they should be quickly looking at a bunch of a yeah, bunch of stuff just... and have people that are more progressive. Well, two things: have refs that are more progressive with technology. Let's utilize all the technology. Not a bunch that of old fucks. Yeah, and the, and then and all, and and I don't know if this is 100 percent true, but the refs aren't even. It's not even like their full time job. It's not. So, it, like with all of the money that's going on here, why are you not having these refs? All year round, like focusing completely on that or training them up. I mean, or a, lo- the case a lot do. of the guys put do put in like count uh, a whole bunch of years before, but still, yeah, it's a good point. Well, Ed Hockley was a lawyer. You know, the guy that was jacked. With Here's the, big, the thing: big arms. Think really? Lawyer. Yeah, he's a lawyer. Yeah, but think about that. Like, how much will you have to pay that guy to stay on as a ref? You know, I right. He's I'm gonna curious be like, what I'm they gonna be a fucking lawyer. I'm I'm curious what they do pay those. Can we do yeah, guys. and and, Bo, uh, and ben is it per game? Benwag and Bob is saying theory is always different than practicum. Shay, she's throwing out she's throwing out truth. That's the sugar mama that we love. No one loves sports app saying AI assisted refs wouldn't be a bad idea. Right, I think if you're gonna go AI any route, that's got to be the very first. It's place. I think that there is. Um, I mean, an argument for all sports for that, like. Make the ref's job easier, so they don't have, so that they can watch for the more important yeah. things, right? Yeah. Their the ref's job really shouldn't be to determine. Uh, I mean, yes, okay. In in one argument, you could say, well, it's to determine if it's a goal or it's like no, really, he's just making the call if it if it was if it was if it uh, checked off the what in the rule book what makes a a point or a score. The what you want a ref there is to referee the game, make sure things don't get out of hand. Um, make sure that they're playing by the rules that are set there. Yep. So if you can make their job easier, where they don't have to look for f- where they have to look for four things instead of five things, that's a everyone wins there. Well, for easy, like for an example, with Ad, like Ad was saying, with the ball being chipped and with all the technology and GPS technology that's out there, how is it just not automatically known when the ball crosses the goal line? Yeah, chip that's, the whole chip the whole field. That seems Soccer's like had that for years. Well, it seems like it should be something that's 
the tip of the just the tip it across the line. Yes. Lights go flashing or something. I don't know. There should be a way that it doesn't have to go back to taking five minutes for a ref to decide yeah. if the ball crossed like, or not. You, yeah, exactly. And what and and it could be it's something like you could have little light points all across the field at the ten at every yard line basically, so that you could see if it crosses that plane. So that you almost have like two, you know, a millimeter of like precision. And again, the the difference that people will argue with is that well that's not like you can't you can't fully rely on technology. It's like, well, it's probably better reliance than an eyeball test. Yep. Or players on the bottom. Actually I, I would love to see the GPS thing where when there's a dog pile, how much that ball's moving. It's, totally. it's just like it's like <laughs> it's glitching, it's glitching. No, 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 that's NFL that's players. The bottom of the ball. Pi- that's the, the pile. bottom of the pile. All of this too would feed back into the NFL because it would grant them greater like a much more to the point um analytics, which is gonna help them make better decisions in the long run and, and everything. So I think we're all on board. Referee question, uh average of two hundred and five Per year, and and they get played a. Uh, this was in, I don't know what year, twenty nineteen. Two hundred five thousand, two hundred five k a year. Holy, it's probably probably That's gone a up. Time job for them. That's sick. <laughs> but it's probably gone up, and and um, obviously because they got an an additional game, so I'm sure that it's gone up. But for that, you know, same rate per game, um, but they, um. Get additional bonuses, of course, if they work in playoffs. Anywhere playoffs. between 15,000 15, to 5,000. A game. A game. Wow. You know what? Wooey, wowie, whoa. Wowie, 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 wowie. And it could, have, it could even be, and, and obviously there's a lot of, like, rules and gray areas around this, or there would be a lot of, like, debate, but it's almost as though at the end of a game, the refs should get analyzed by other refs or – you should get docked points or something if you did like a bad call. Now it won't reverse the game, but you need to have some sort of accountability to get to to force them to get better. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. They, there's definitely always improvements for the refing. But AJ just cruised by a question that I want to ask you guys because I was reading it as we were discussing the refs, and I think I know the answer. But and it's kind of laughable. Even 2023 NFL season is Dak Prescott on the hot seat this year. By hands, by fan, by the Cowboys can fan home fan sided. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we go. Uh, I mean, yes, but I think a, I think he's he'll be on the hot seat for the rest of his career. If he's it, as far as hot seat, the way I look at it as a hot seat is if he play, plays super bad, will he not be the quarterback for the Cowboys? There's the a chance. Year? You think so? I think so because they, if they don't make a move to do a contract, and he has the same type of year that he did last year with this surrounding cast, I'm. Saying, I think you got to look to move on. Like, what, what more can you do? And it, and maybe he does have a bounce back season after that. But I'm just saying, you're in the position after this season with the contract you have with him, where you can move on from him. Right? Yeah. I I, th- At- I think uh, consideration whether or not when we say hot seat, it's like if he doesn't perform this year, he'll be out next year. I think if anything. This year will dictate, like Alex was talking about, what they're going to do with him, not next year, but the year after. So if he has a bad season or a mediocre season this year, then next year it's like the true hot seat season where it's like he's going to be axed. I think this, obviously, there's a lot surrounding Dak. When they're looking at the team and the cast of characters, like Alex is saying, that they put in front of him right now, Mm -hmm. then everything's pointing towards, like, he should have no problem winning 
you know, going further than what we did last year and, and, and winning at least the divisional for us with this cast of characters. So. I, for me, it, if they keep putting up 12 and 5 seasons and making the postseason – it's hard for me to fight, get rid of your quarterback and start fresh. I, I'm not getting rid of Dak Prescott until we have somebody at least behind him that can come in and learn a year or two. Even if Dak has even an off year, I still think the team's good enough to make the, the postseason. So that's why I, I kind of find it laughable because there's no way in my mind Dak Prescott isn't a Dallas Cowboy in 2024. Yeah, well, I mean, to me... What if they go oh, if he If he has, even if they 12-5, and five, but he has a dog shit season... Um, I'm. I mean, of course, I think I'm on board too. Like, you don't want to get rid of something before you have something else. But you got him in. Start move making those moves to invest in the next player. Meaning, like, you got to move up in the draft to probably if you're finishing twelve and five, you got to move up in the draft. And so, I don't know that you would have anything on the team at that point. So either would have to align with I don't know who the free agencies are coming up in 2024. I'm sure there's a couple guys. Or you're willing to make a giant splash yeah. in the draft. Uh, the, heavily. the only reason I, I think he's on the team next year and I would take more credence to this hot seat type thing is if they did draft a quarterback early this year, I'd be like, oh, fuck, they're planning on if Dak has a, a, a bit of a whiff of a year. I honestly still don't even think his year was that bad. Yeah, his interception numbers were up. And obviously, his San Francisco game wasn't great in the postseason. But I don't know. I, I think just, he's a quarterback for us for a while. Uh, and to be clear, I don't think that he is. I'm just saying, in, for the sake of argument of a hot seat... You I can think, make an argument. I think that that could be... But I... I yeah, I mean, when you start to look at his numbers compared to other quarterbacks, at this point, he's pretty much right in line with uh, Josh Allen and not too far behind, uh, who is uh, Mahomes even, uh, on the interceptions level, right? This is a message for all the Pan Fanomaniacs. We are a special interest group who have taken over the airways. We demand you listen to the following advertisements if you wish to hear your precious Cowboys Can Fan podcast again. Start the ads! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You've done well. We will allow you to return to your favorite Dallas Cowboys podcast. But mark our words, we will return. Well, you look at it this way. Look how much the Giants just paid Daniel Jones. Is Dak Prescott a way better option than Daniel Jones? Yes. And they still paid Daniel Jones $45 million a year. Mm-hmm. So unless you're drafting, moving up to draft, which we talked about, unless you're moving up to draft a quarterback in the top five, that you're just not finding his replacement or anyone better. I think what we'll probably see, like, okay, if Dak has a mediocre season, guarantee we're drafting a quarterback next next year. But yeah. what's it? So to you guys, what what's mediocre? Mediocre would be um, feeling kind of sh- surprised more often than not with his games. I don't really honestly care about the interceptions. If if he puts up something between thirty five or forty touchdowns, and then gets I don't know, 15 to even 20 interceptions. I mean, that's a shit ton of interceptions. 
but I can kind of be okay with it. Yeah, if he's going, if he's erasing those interceptions with a touchdown that he really strives for when he makes that mistake, and he's throwing, you know, a thousand plus yards to three different wide receivers and uh, the group of tight ends, I mean, there's a lot of, of, of variables in there. What would make it a shitty season to me would be like underwhelming yards with a lot of passes that stand out throughout the year where you're like, what the what the fuck did you just throw there, Dak? And those adding up. Rather than last year where, I mean, it felt like more often than not, you're kind of like, wow, that was so overthrown. I need to look at this again because, and then lo and behold, it was like a, so last a hook year, or whatever. So last year with his average per game for touchdowns, if he would have played a 17-game season, he throws 32 touchdowns, which is still respectable. Right? Like, I, th- I still think that's a respectable amount. Yep. But then his interceptions would have been... Let me do some quick math here. Dun, 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 dun. Doing math, doing math. Yeah, but he would have had, like, 21 interceptions. Yeah, and that, that ratio is not That's good. not good. If you're throwing 21 in... Or if you're... Crack them if you got them. Anything under 10... Okay, so if... Media, Two to one is what I'm looking for, but you need to be throwing high. Sorry. Uh, anything under like 10 wins next year. And I guess, sorry, even if we're winning the games and we get into the playoffs, but we're not able playoffs. to get to the divisional, I think if we see Dak not able to, if Dak struggles with the offense, if the interceptions are still high, it's something still not clicking, then it's, it's going to be a mediocre season for him. Because I think at at this level, we need the wins and we need, and we need our quarterback to kind of win us those those important games. Come on, man. All right, so Cowboys O-line, secret weapon, Matt Weletko. Flexing Sick. muscle, Jonathan Alfano, Sports Illustrated. Like, is he actually flexing? He's getting jacked up. Second-year offensive lineman, Matt Weletko, and he's a big, big bird, is coming along nicely in his sophomore season with the Dallas Cowboys and is learning at multiple positions. He's doing doggy style. He's doing cowgirl. Reverse cowgirl. Pile driver. Missionary. Missionary. I mean, it is. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got to have that in your arsenal. It's got to be in there. Um, Being able to play in a variety of situations is is a good way for an under- publicized guy to stand out. And while Let's Go's versatility has already caught the attention of head coach Mike McCarthy. Mike? You watch him come out of college. You see this guy has a little better feet than we probably realized and obviously playing tackle with his length. When he walks in the door, it's easy to think this guy's going to be a left or right tackle the rest of his career. But really showing the ability to, <clears throat> just, one sec, to also play inside. Okay, okay. To say what Let's Go's rookie season didn't go according to plan would be putting it lightly. He only played in three games and took just 12 total snaps, um, with all but one of them being on special teams, and suffered a season-ending shoulder injury in October. It looked uh, it took until May for Let's Go to re- return to action, but he put everything he had into his recovery. I was waiting for Ad to do the Let's Go. <laughs> Oh, oh that's, no, that's Mike. No, that's Mike. Oh, is that I Mike still? Do, oh, do. you really don't know until you get in there and see what their capabilities are. He didn't miss a workout session with the rehab. He put in a tremendous amount of extra time and energy into the shoulder recovery. Okay, so. I like it. It sounds like he's working hard. Maybe yeah. that's the whole reason that we didn't go heavy on O-line early in the draft. Maybe they really believe in this guy. Yeah. A, lo- a lot of Cowboys Nation was up in arms last year when we didn't re-sign Lael Collins, and and everyone was pissed that we were rolling with Terrence Steele, but the guys in the office knew that they maybe had a guy that was able to step in and play just as well, if not better. 
So here's my my question though. You and and uh, I have a couple of these friends, but do you have any big, long, lanky friends? Uh, not really. Not 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 really. Six, to be seven, honest, six, seven, six, eight. I know. Maybe sure. For the sake of for what the you're sake of, say, yes, uh, yeah. So, I'm not saying that this is for everyone, but they have um, nagging injuries because of just the general more force on the same joints and and not saying that their joints and ligaments are the same as mine, but made of the same material, right? So, it's always a little concerning when a big guy like this. Who has a? It's not only that he's big; he has like an exceptionally long wing, wingspan. When he's putting his arm out and reaching even further, it's just adding more, like uh, more torque on that joint. And so that could just be a problem that doesn't go away. And if that's the case, it's going to render him pretty much useless because he's just not able to block. He's not able to use his physical gift. You don't want to see these injuries this early on either, right? He's only in his, what is this, his second year, third year? No, I guess sophomore, yeah. Yeah, so, so, I mean, that's not great. We don't like seeing injuries in your rookie year, especially to the big guy. They're like, uh, what are they? I'm not a doctor, by the way. No, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, that's not. I thought you were. I thought you were were a doctor. No, it's just, uh, you know. Throw him in. Let's see what the kid's made of. I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Throw him in, and he's and he's wanting to get into that uh, that pit. Um, well, this is actually going to be a nice. Uh, this will be the last headline because this kind of goes into mm-hmm. what we're going to do next quite nicely. The Cowboys' defense, in two words, chaotic simplicity. Ooh. From Joey Ickies from Blogging the Boys. Ooh, icky, icky, sticky, icky with Blogging the Boys. A comprehensive look at the dominant Dallas defense. The turnaround from being one of the league's worst defense in 2020 to one of its best in 2021-2022 has garnered Quinn praise for reinventing himself and created consistent buzz related to just about every head coaching vacancy. But how has walk at last? But how has Quinn? That's Lieutenant Diane. Crafted one of the top units in the league. It boils down to two words: chaotic simplicity. Quinn is not revolution. That's my band name. That's a good band name, actually. <laughs> That's a very good band it's name. It's just all triangle. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quinn has not revolutionized who he is as a defensive coach. The fingerprints of the Legion of Boom that Quinn coordinated a decade ago are still all over the Dallas defense. That Seahawks group was famous for being almost embarrassingly simple in their covered schemes. Those teams ran cover one, which is man coverage with the free safety in the middle of the field for all you idiots out there. Morons. Or, fucking stupid idiots out there. Yep. Or cover three, three deep for under zone coverage, again for the idiots out there, <laughs> on virtually every snap. Crazy. In, in 2022, I mean, do we want to... That's like my Matt. That's my Madden. <laughs> so he's just saying that they ran very simple coverages. Right. And, it, and ran them well. That's my that's my whole Madden strategy. On first down, you're hoping they're running and you go cover one. Yep. And then every other time you think they're throwing, you just go cover three. Lieutenant Diane. Lieutenant Diane. Lieutenant Diane, ice cream. And that's Lieutenant Diane. Chaotic simplicity, like Adam's fucking sound yeah. bites. There. Well, you can't just. I mean, I've only. It's been a. It's been a, uh, it's been a, a long time since I've did a four banger. That is a uh, fan favorite too. The four banger Lieutenant Dan is is a is a fan favorite. Yeah, we have uh, we have new fan favorites that'll come up in the twenty twenty three season, but we're not gonna tell you. We ain't, yet. we ain't tipping our hand. We ain't showing our hand. Um. So yeah, I guess like when we if they're looking at what the uh, defensive guru lieutenant dan's done with the defense it sounds like they're taking a similar approach to the offense 
And I think, you know, outside of, uh, I mean, what else, what else in the article do we want to really say there? Because we kind of, the uh, okay, well, here, let me bring it back up. Um, so how is Dallas's defense able to sim- to be so simple in coverage and still be second in total defensive DVOA and that third DVOA. in pass? The DVOA, <laughs> baby. And third in pass defense DVOA. One way is that the Cowboys do a good job of giving quarterbacks false keys pre-snap. This play with Trevon Diggs lined up out of position in the slot against Cooper Cup. Okay, they're expl- uh, sorry, they're just explaining a, a play that we can't, uh, that we we can't actually see. have. But uh, I'm sure it was immaculate. It was a it was a gorgeous. <laughs> they had lots play. lots of false keys pre snap. So this actually rolls nicely with what we're gonna do. Last week on the Sunday service, we went through and used our super scion tiering method and went through the offense and ranked each. I would say starters. Then with a couple in deep positions, we went to maybe four players. This week we are going to do the tiering of the Cowboys starting defense. Do, 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 yeah, do, I'm just do, recorrecting it. Do, 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 do. Oh, I like that you even got the the on the bottom. You got trending down, trending up expectations. Yeah, just just so we're a little more clear. I'm trying to get a sound bite to work. What you? That one works. <laughs> there it is. There it is. What a rush! What a rush! Okay, I'm going here. Okay, so. Um, Pretty simple. We've done this yeah. tiering system a lot. We did it for prior. We did positions on the Dallas Cowboys. Then we ran through the offense. Now we're running through each player on the defense. So what do you think? Um, we can go. We I, I think uh, how we did the last time was we picked the positions and then ran through those players. Yep. So who, who do we want to start with? Any Defense. Safety works out good for me, I think. I think last week we started. I think last week we started off with tight end. Sure. I think safeties is kind of the equivalent of the defense to the tight ends. Okay. Well, let's start with our. I mean, I'm not going to hold any fucking punches here. We're going to come in hard. J. Ron Kears is the first man up on the board. So are we? We last year or last week we discussed that we're not basing it purely on the one year we're playing basing it on of how, how the guy's going to be, how he has been as a Cowboy, and how he has been in his career. We gave the safeties an S ranking in our positional ranked tiers. So for this, I have to give J. Ron Kearse an A. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think our safeties were one of our strongest positional groups on the team. J. A. Ron? J. Yeah, J. The A. Ron Kearse. J. A. Ron Kearse. J. A. Ron that's a callback to Key and Peel. Yep. So then next up we'll do so Jaron was easy. He was quick off the board. The guy brings intimidation. This is what I like about Jaron too. He's very he has a lot of switchblade type ability. He can get down there in the box, but he can also drop back in coverage, which is just super important to have from your safety position. So yeah. next up we'll do Malik Hooker. Or do you want to do Dono? Donald Wilson or Malik Hooker? We're doing no, we'll, hooks. We'll put Hooker in there, but uh, we'll do Wilson next. Okay. Hooker. I mean, look, to be quite honest, I'm just going to show my cards. I think all three of these guys are A's. Agreed. Curse Hooker, Wilson. I, we have to do it. We gave them an S grouping. Yeah, I can't see them being B's, and I don't think any, one of, any of them stand out to be an S. No. The um, good thing with these guys is if one of them gets hurt, there's not much drop-off, right? So either of these guys gets hurt, there's able to have, we're still going to be able to have two really good safeties. 
and we're not going to drop off too much. So with Jaron Kears, Malik Hooker, and Dono Dub, I feel very comfortable with having them all at A's. Zagama Beach. Okay. Huh? So that's, uh, I mean, safeties, I guess we, just honorable mention, um, there is uh, Mukuamu, but let's just stick with the starters. I think three is good. Yeah, three good. three is more good. than enough for safeties. So I'm just going down PFF's top uh, P, uh, top 32 safeties. Yeah. They had J-Ron Kierce at 19. I'm going to keep going down and see if any of our other guys end up getting on there in the 32. 19. Donovan man. Wilson at 26. Okay. Let's see. Can we get the, the – and Malik Hooker, 30. So all three of our safeties are ranked top 32. Which in the is, top 32. That's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. That's fucking, that's, if, out of, out of your three starters, yeah, they're all in the top 32 of their position, that's, I think that's a fair ranking here, AAA with a overall of, of an S. Wow! Yeah, and I, I'm a little uh, upset that um, J-Ron's down so far on that, but. Yeah. I figure like he's I don't feel like a, 19's terrible, though. It's not terrible, but when you think he's, nine, if there's, 32 teams, he's below half. And I think he's probably 15. Right. I, I, personally, I agree. 15 would be, I'd be better with. But I don't, maybe there's fucking awesome safeties in the NFL. Harrison Smith, though, from Minnesota Vikings, he's at 17. He's a very good guy. Jamal Adams for the Seahawks is 16. Yep. There's just a lot of, like, the top five guys for safeties. It's probably a, a heavy depth position. Yeah, and you got Derwin James, who's amazing. Minka Fitzpatrick, Kevin Byard, oh, yeah. like Antoine Winfield Jr. These are all very good players who have been have had a lot more invested than them with picks, draft picks, and contracts True. than what we've paid for Jaron. So I'll take Jaron at 19 if he gets us that deal. Hey, either way, three A's make an S. That's true. Three A's make an S. That's uh, how we do it. Quote Look, it's like in fantasy. And by the way, this is uh, Secrets of Mana that I have uh, up here today on our uh, board. If you're listening, you're like, what's he talking about? Well, each each time we do a board, I switch out to a different uh, fantasy uh, RPG. And he loves it. Big fantasy JRPG. RPG guy here. Um, but yes, uh, whatever I was saying doesn't matter now. Let's move on to the next <laughs> position. What do you, you guys were, think? Yeah, I think you were just giving context to what, like, why there's anime on a Cowboys tier list. I, ju- I jumped to that, and I had an original point. If, it'll, if it comes back to me. <laughs> Question, are we going to do defensive interior and edge, or are we just going to do that as defensive line? It doesn't matter. We're doing individual players. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Die. Yeah. Remember, Die. And then, and then th- those individual players should make up our defensive overall, line. Defensive well, it'll line. be interesting to see what we do. Let's, let's go defensive. Let's go. Let's start. Oh, yeah. We're going players. So we could really just call out any name if we wanted to. If you guys get a name. Osa Odigizua. Okay. So we'll, now now we're going. Now we'll be going D-line. D-line. Okay. So okay. Osa, we're starting off with Osa Odigizua. Osa. The hardest freaking one. Just, um, just do Osa, Osa O, Osa O, Osa O, Diggy Zua. So he's been he's been on an uptrend for me. His his rookie season, he showed flashes, and then last year he really came in and ha- he was getting to the quarterback. He was noticeably the best defensive interior that we had. He he, he sur- surpassed Neville Gallimore for me, and I think he's trending up. But for me personally, I still think he's probably a B ranked guy. Trending up, B-ranked guy. I can live with that. But I think, um, you know, B is, yeah, B's pretty fair. 
Friending up, I'm not going to argue about because I hope, hope so. Well, his stats I, last year. So in 2021, he had 35 or 36 combined tackles with two sacks, and then in 2022, 43 combined with four sacks. So he was getting some pressure. He was getting some pressure on on the QB, but still, he's not like he's not in the A range where I'm going to say an A, a range guy is. Uh, maybe like a Vita Vey, someone like that, right? Like yeah. that's an A for me. And then you have an S ranked yeah. interior guy who's obviously an Aaron Donald, right? So he still has a long way to go until he wants to get in the same comp or conversation with some of the 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 big boys in the A and S columns. I, th- I guess the only argument, um, just to put a little more conversation for Double uh, O here, is there could be an argument to say that he's actually a C trending up to a B fair. Yep. I, I wouldn't, but, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah. But, but I think, I think it's fair because of the, the necessity that he's playing in the defense, right. And playing it well could easily drop down though. If he has uh just a regular year. Oh, definitely. He could definitely flatten out and drop to a C. Without a doubt. His run defense on PFF was only graded 54.7. But mm. pass rush was up there at almost a 70. So he's he's definitely not... Well, you could tell just by watching Cowboys games that the, the interior wasn't stopping much of the run. But he does get that pressure, which then gets guys like Micah Parsons sacks when the guy's rolling to the outside. What do you think, Ed? B or C? I mean, I'm going to be a little bit biased because we had his agent on. Um, Ad gives him an S. So I'm going to give him an S. <laughs> No, uh, okay, move him up to no, no, no. I, I definitely don't think he's a C. I, I, I feel like I feel good with him in the B with a training yeah, up. Yeah, C is at, C's your average NFL player, and I do think he's a step above that. I don't. Th- I think he like Neville Gallimore's a C for me. Yeah, I think I think Osa with his play last year definitely, even if it is the bottom rung, he definitely achieved a B level. And look, we don't play with B minuses and B pluses, okay? But theoretically, he would be a B. A B minus. Well, a B is. I guess we kind of. B's do, though, a B though. A B B trending up is a B. I guess you could be a B minus trending. B trending up. up though means that he is. We're projecting that he, he's going to be an A from player. last year. Yeah, exactly. From his first year to his second year, he he was going up on those two those first yeah. two seasons. Yeah. So do you guys want to go Jonathan Hankins or Neville Gallimore for our set? Or no, actually, I think the, we got to go Mozzie Smith. Mozzie Smith. We're looking at starters, right? Yeah. So we got to go yeah. Mozzie Smith. As our, our second, because I, I figure we only do two interior, two yep. um, edge guys. Otherwise, if, we'll be here all day. If there's a guy who um, is on a second level and we want to do him, we can do him. We have no rules. So, Mozzie Smith, this is a tricky one because draft picks, you almost have to grade them on what they got drafted, where they got drafted. It's expectations. It, it's expectations. And to me, a first-round pick should have an A expectation. Yeah. If you're drafting a guy in the first round, you're expecting him to come in and have success right off the bat. And Mozzie Smith is, we already know, he's getting put in a position where they expect him to play as an A-type player. Although I think even him playing as a B would be a severe upgrade on what we had. But for my expectations for Mozzie is that he's an A guy. The Cowboys like what he did. He's that big body run stuffer. Hopefully, he ends up being that guy, and, and we end up keeping him at the A, but he could also flirt with a B. Yeah, and a B would be... <laughs> would be a B. A, dis- uh, a disappointment. I, I, I think A. I, I agree with you guys on A, based on how he's been drafted and, and where he's going to be. Not a B, though. So, what would it take? <laughs> where is he going to be a B? Okay, so, where, what would take for him to stay as an A? 
Like, what does he have to do for him to stay as an A? Uh, I'm looking for nine and a half sacks. Or no, no, no maybe like, not holy sacks. Shit, Sorry. that's an S. Sorry, hang on. He's going to the he's going to the S club. Totally, totally wrong. <laughs> I would actually look for um like a shrinking runs. Uh, that's the ticket. Run average against us. That, yeah. That's where I think that number needs to here. fall. What Sorry, it was the last couple Mike, of years. Micah, if Micah goes above, if Micah goes above 11 and a half sacks with his addition. Yeah. If you, yeah, that's a nice bonus, right? Maybe higher. I think higher. Cause he's had, he's had 13, 13 and a half. He's had 13 and a half. He had had 13. Micah had 13 his first year, 13 and a half his second. Yeah. For it to be the mozzie effect, you'd have to see more. It has to be go more. It has to be more. 15 and a half. 15 and a half is the mozzie effect. Adding two more. Oh, definitely. If, oh, for sure. I mean, if, yeah, if, if we are ranked a couple spots higher than what we were last year, uh, for our run, our run defense, he's doing his job. Definitely. That's what Alex means. I, I don't think Mozzie's one of those guys that the individual accolades might not matter as much as the team accolades, because if the team's run defense is better by the end of the season, well, that's the, Mo- that's the Mozzie effect. That's what we're going to call it. The Mozzie effect. The Mozzie effect. The Mozzie effect. Coming to you on HBO Max. (laughs) That's my HBO sound. I think he's on steroids. If Um, you watched him bench press, fuck, you might think that. The guy is an absolute tank. Or a fridge, as they like to call him. Are they calling the fridge? No, you can't call him the fridge because he's already the fridge. He'd have to be like the oversized cooler or something. (laughs) I think it's maybe it's something oversized fridge. I like bowling ball. He looks like a bowling ball. So, Coach Law, D-Law's up. D-Law's another tricky one because he doesn't put up those flashy stats as a run uh, as a rushing guy. But I think, it, like we call him, we call him Coach D-Law because I think yeah. he's such a pivotal part to this defense. And then he's, to me, I was looking through his PFF stats. He was he had the second most solo tackles by a defensive lineman. So, he's everywhere. He helps in the run game, right? So, even Mozzie, even Mozzie in there maybe helping D-Law. Maybe D-Law's going to have a better, more TFLs more sacks, knowing that he doesn't necessarily have to be the guy that's stopping all the run. We love D-Law. He's an A for me. He, yeah. he, uh, he When D-Law's in the lineup, he's better, and he does his he's, his position isn't necessarily the big sack number. It's to get the guys in order and TFLs, baby. I'll point back to that one play uh, after Micah Parsons made that incredible rundown uh, hustle and um... – was it knocked the player out of bounds right yeah, at the one-yard line? It was against line? Detroit. He chased yes. him down and tackled him at, like, the one. Micah chased him down and tackled him on, like, the one-yard line. Just an amazing play. And then the, the play right after that was equally or even more amazing with um, the way that D-Law played that line and, I, I think. Put like, a helmet on the ball. Yeah. Caused a fumble. Like uh, a but lip. he, like, bounced off a, a blocker and got, like, that right there just shows the type of guy. And that's just one. That play was just very significant. But he does that type of thing all the time. I feel like uh, the A space. The is, I feel like the A Bumble. space is going to be pretty full. I like, like our. I like our defense, man. I, yeah, I really do. So for me, D Law is an A. I mean, we're banging off the the. Uh, we're banging off all the bangers right now. How we're about ba- we're banging off we're the banging bangers. the last, bangers last on the line here, or maybe not last, because um, I think Sam Williams would be an interesting one to do. Well, and so who are we doing for our last pick? Well, you got to. Well, this is Demar. Oh, sorry, Micah Parsons. DeMarca- well, no, but Micah, but Micah's, where? <laughs> Micah's not really. Are we calling him line? He's listed. So, he's listed. He's listed, he's listed I, I, so, I, so I think we put him as. 
Well, I mean, he's an S. Do we even have to discuss this? Yeah. I mean, Mike is, a, Mike is an S, without a doubt. Well, yeah, we just, we're, and, we're and, doing players. And, we're not doing, we're technically, we're just categorizing them on the line. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. Like, we're not. But I was saying, because realistically, then a, you, don't, you don't have your second true defensive end that we're, we're going to rank, like a Sam Williams or a Fowler so Jr. So we can bring in one of those Or a Dorrance Armstrong. Well, we can do one of those guys, but I'm... Um, we did include Micah in on our, D line. Yes, so it's why they went S. Fitting, yeah. So he's I mean, an S man. Thirteen sacks as a rookie, thirteen and a half in his in his second year, sophomore season, as people like to call it. Uh, NFL.com ranked him as the number one player they would build a franchise around that wasn't a quarterback. Three major impact players and uh, a plays uh, average per game, either a sack or a, a tackle for a loss or a, or a quarterback hit. So, um, he's an S yeah, he's just a disturbance. Hey, if this is your first time in the chat and you haven't dropped a like, please leave us a like. And if you haven't ever been to cowboyscanfan.com, hit that up or all of our other social media platforms, which are at Cowboys can fan on all the major social media platforms. Damn. Okay. Which it sounds as though you almost went into like an ad read. Like we I just, had we, to, I had to do, I noticed we don't do that and we need to shout ourselves out. If we're going to get demonetized by YouTube, we're only looking out for ourselves. Well, AJ, can you toss me one son? He, here's the two guys. Yes. And here's the two guys I want to do left on the D line. <laughs> Whoa, AJ, no wonder, I want to do them hey, good. No wonder, no wonder we got demonetized. <laughs> I want to do them real good. Um, uh, uh, I want to do Sam, and, and you guys get to pick two, and then we'll... And, What's and two then, dudes uh, we want you to do? Yeah, I pick two dudes I want to do. You pick the two dudes that you want me to do, and then we've... So Sam Williams and, Smith. and Junior Fioco are my two guys okay. that I still want to do. Sam Williams, you mean? Yeah, what did I say? Sam Smith? Sam Smith, the, uh, <laughs> Sam Smith, the actor? Brian Smith! AJ, yeah, that is. AJ just actually wants to do Sam Smith. AJ does want yeah. to do Sam Smith. Dude's rich as fuck, but his body is not uh, a wonder. Or, his uh, body is not a wonder. wonder. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, is that Buble? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's uh, isn't it John Mayer? Uh, maybe. Crack him if you got him. We're just having a good time, We're just having on, a good time on, on Father's, Father's Day. Day. Hey. One father, Can you toss me one too? two <laughs> brothers, but one of the brothers is just a fake friend. <laughs> <laughs> fake brother. He's still just baby. That's what we do. Um, yeah, that's oh, sorry. This is what I want. I was trying not to cut AJ off, but I, I, when he's saying uh, he wanted to do two dudes, Utah, give me two. <laughs> that's, how, that's how AJ's saying right now. Um, so Sam Williams and Junior Fioco is who AJ wants to do. So which one you want to? Let's go Sam Williams first because he's in his second year. I I would. Well, is there any wait, other you're guys? Just, that you're, you're, uh, you're just gonna con- concede to him? Well, I yeah, would, we we out we outplayed you. What about uh, two to one? What okay. about? What about uh, Sam Williams and um, Overshone? Overshone's a linebacker. Overshone's a linebacker. Oh, you're talking about two more on the line. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, two more on the line. Oh, there's oh, way excessive. more players we want to do. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to do all Stop the players. It. No, we're not going to do all the players. He wants to do two more on the offense or the defensive right, line, right, and then right, we're right. going to move on. Yeah, yeah. Sam Williams. Add, you have you still have a half hour. We're we're rolling great. Oh, I don't give it. I don't give a rip. I don't give a hot dang. Okay, Sam Williams, guys. He, I like what he did. I do like what he did in his short amount of time on the field, and I would definitely like to see him get more play time. Is he going to? The defensive line is still very congested. Yeah. It's really going to take him a lot to get more reps. Like, it, it, it's just the way it is. Who's he going to surpass? Is he going to finally – is he going to surpass Armstrong? Armstrong had a great year. So, 
I'm flirting. I'm saying Sam Williams for me right now is is a B. He's a B. He's a badass boy from the Moulin Rouge. And so he played. So last year he was in 15 games. He didn't start a single game. He had 15 solo tackles, seven assists. And where are the sacks? And four sacks. So no numbers that are going to jump out at you. But he was getting pressure. He definitely felt like when he was like when he was on the field, he made a difference. So I would love to see some more some more chances from Sam Williams. But at this point, definitely a B. Sorry, AJ's over here fucking coughing up a lung like Doc Holliday in Tombstone with his tuberculosis covering his face like that. <laughs> oh my god! Um, look. He says, I want to do I these two guys add, and he costs I just want to add a little bit of uh, variance, and I want to get a little bit more harsher. I think Sam Williams is a C trending up to a B. I think his expectations is that we all thought he was going to be a solid B. And then... What do you think? I can deal with a C after looking at his stats. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was going to say, say B, but... See, but with based on the stat, if we're gonna go, if we're he's the expectation, guy, but you don't, you can only get that as a rookie. And okay. technically, his we draft, can't add a, a expectation on a guy who's yeah. playing. And, 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 see him. and technically, his draft area, you could say he was a C third round. He's drafted second round. Oh, well, then he should be fucking an A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and and that and that's the other thing that's kind of big about this doing his C because he was drafted in the Crack second. Crack me if you got him. And then he's uh, he's not getting as much playing time as we thought he should get. Trendo up though, trending up because because he he didn't he was good when he was out there, but he didn't get enough playing time. And no matter how you break that down, um, it's because you weren't good enough. It's, you just weren't good enough. Yeah. Or would yeah? Could we say I would contest the trending up though? We want him to. We want him. His expectation should be a B. I would but, say put an expectation on a B. But the trending up is if he continues to play like he is, he will be a B. Mm. Right. Although I, I think there, you, you are right. He needs to get more time. And if we don't think that he's going to get that time on the field, then he can't be a B. That's my thing. I think I don't think we're looking negatively at what uh, at how he's going to play next year. We're looking positively, and that's why. The trending up is there. You know, like if, if we yep. were like, oh, but he didn't play very well. Well, yeah, no, that's why I feel like his ex- expectations of, uh, he, we have expectations that he should be a B where he was drafted and then. Did Anth power off? I'm just trying, I'm trying, <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, I'm just, trying to see how you many. just looked at he looked like, he, <laughs> like, a, like a robot. <laughs> no, I'm trying to see how many total snaps he played. Yeah, I actually think he, because Duffy did break this down. So he did do very well. But here's my thing always about guys who do very well with kind of a one season or so of a small of the smaller snaps and this includes tight ends uh um Ferguson and Hendershot is what are those snaps that they're coming in on? Are they playing more against the lower quality guys and that or are they playing in a specific packet that's like made to get them the ball or made to get that guy in uh for a sack or a tackle whatever? Um, and if that's the case, I mean, that's great that they're doing it, but it's a different thing to compare it against someone who's doing that three or four times more throughout the season because they're going to be hitting the Trent Williams or whoever uh, on the offensive line way more often than, than yeah. the other person, right? So C trending up possibly could have been a B, but 
It's fun this way. It's fun this way. We like you said, we need to have a little bit of variance. Hey, you know what we should have done to get some variance? We should have rated Boss Man fat. <laughs> we could have oh. just, just thrown him out an E and called it a day. Let's say let's save it. He, he'll be our first E. So Fioko, this is gonna be a tricky one then, because he was drafted in the fourth round. Yeah. So for me, a fourth round pick who's already on a stacked offense or a defensive line, this is what we're expecting him to be. I would expect him to be a C. As a guy that when he's there, so that's what this is what I'm thinking is a C. A D is someone that when they got the opportunities, they failed. Yep, uh, yep. A C for me is we want you to be out there, and when you're given the opportunity, you're able to be a servable NFL player. Yep. Does that make sense? That For me, that's my expectation. If Junior Fioco can get out there and contribute with as little playing time that he's probably going to get, there's a chance he doesn't make the team too, to be honest. There is a, there's a chance. And yeah. he doesn't make the squad. So if he can get out there and be a solid C for us, that's a great spot for him for a fourth round pick. True, and I just really like the guy. So I ho- this is my my hope. I actually ho- I'm I hope that he comes out there and is a B, B player because from what I from what I my um theory of what he's going to play like next year is I think he's going to be very good and I think he's going to uh, if he's given the chance he's going to make some. That's what I'm scared about though, AJ. Mm-hmm. Is he even going to get the chance to do it? Because well, this is the battle. I think the battle comes down between Williams and Fioco. So you got because you got who right now? You got who ahead of Fioco? You got Williams ahead of him. You got Dorrance Armstrong ahead of him. You got Fowler Jr. Yeah. ahead of him, and you got D-Law. Yeah, Golston, and then Micah. So there's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. that he's got to fight for to even get a chance on the field. That is true. So, but that's what that's the whole reason they have training camp. That's the whole reason they have these preseason games. Get out there, and that's the whole reason you need depth on your defensive line. Who's to say by the end of the season we don't have a couple catastrophic injuries and the guys out there playing with the ones, yeah, which would be awful for if, if that your happens. Your DEs are, are, are your defensive tackles. Don't agree. Yeah, no, I just don't agree with the— Crack me if you got him. If you got him, what? I just think that you gave Junior Fioco the expectations going up, and I, I don't think—I feel almost he's a rookie. Low. I almost feel like Sam Williams would be a B trending down. But you got voted out. I know. I got voted off the island, and I'm you, fine with that. On Although Father's Day, does he get an extra vote? Nope! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> on to... <laughs> Shut up! Um, <laughs> okay, no, on to uh, linebackers. L. V. E. e the wolf hunter. See, he's a tricky one. LVE has had a roller coaster of a career. He was awesome. He's been an all pro. He's been injured. He's had a little bit of resurgence. I'm going with how he was last year. Yeah, and this might be a be little trending up. Be trending up. If he can, if he can have a stack another year like he had last year, he's right back into that eight eight territory. Stack them racks and get that bird. He had such a good first year that it almost gave me so much hope for him. The, his first year with him and Jalen Smith playing linebacker together, I was just like, man, we figured that out. We got these guys for the next eight years. And then it's just been such a roller coaster ride with the Wolf Hunter. Yeah. But B trending up, possibility to get back up to that A tier if he can just keep it, hold it together. The the adding uh, the re-signing of Jonathan Hankins and then adding Mozzie Smith, Osa coming into his third year, it's it's stacking up all the odds for for LVE to have another great season. I'm surprised that they're still allowing him to have the name Wolf Hunter in this PC climate. Like I'm surprised PETA or somebody doesn't come after him for 
for hunting animals. Hunting like wolves? <laughs> hunting no, wolves. but he, maybe, he is the wolf. He's the wolf that's hunting. That's why he howls. That's why he goes like this. Ow! Oh, I thought it was more like, Ow! Or just call him Wolf Guy. Wolf Boy? Oh, here goes Wolf Boy. <laughs> Wolfie? Ow! Hey, well, hey, is that hey. Wolfie in the background? Hey, what's wrong with Wolfie? Why don't we have that as a soundbite for when, I'm, I'm when LVE's getting bullied? What's wrong with Wolfie? Hey, what's wrong with Wolfie? <laughs> I call, okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. LVE's great there. He, Like yeah. I said, he had a good season. He's trending up. He, he has a very good chance okay, to we, get Okay, we do A-box. have Kahuna's contesting our rating. LVE is an A, and then in capitals, Whoa. he's our most consistent linebacker. You can see how valuable him being on the field with the younger guys are. I just feel. I mean, <laughs> I'm taking in his two years ago season, his timid, his little cub season where he's playing like a little wolf cub. <laughs> just purring. Now he's lying. Okay, if this is Lion King, that was him. Um, that was post post uh, Mustafa being killed. Him scared, right. alone, lost in the wild. That was. But last season was him. He's met Timon and Pumbaa. He's eating grubs. He's eating grubs. He's grown up. He's he's learned to live in the wild. Okay, where's he ranked on PFF? I got it right now. So this is my only thing with him. Solo tackles, he was ranked 48th. Assist, 33rd. That is not good numbers for your middle linebacker. You want no. your middle linebacker to be at least top 15 in solo tackles and assists. For him to be an A. These are these are B numbers. 48th overall as a middle linebacker. Yeah. 33rd, those that's those are B numbers. B. His overall player grades in 2022 was 70.8. That's a, that's literally a B. It's actually a C plus, I think. Yeah. So I, I, in in fact, I think he's borderline C, but I, I don't know. I gotta give him the B, man. Hey yo. Nate Dog in the house. Sup, sup, Nate? sup, sup. Missed tackles. He only had six missed tackles, but it's hard to miss a tackle when you're just running adjacent with the guy down the field for yeah, 15 yeah. yards. Because he never gets close <laughs> enough to miss. I like LVE. Ooh. He had a way better season last year than he had in 2021. We're hopeful. We We're hopeful. Play- okay. I want him to be an S. So so big the Baji Eric saying the big kahuna has spoken. Gotta show some LVE love. And then Nate Dog says survey says <laughs> LVE is mid. <laughs> Yeah, LVE, he's, hey, he's a B, baby. Prove us wrong. Prove, prove us, us wrong. wrong. Prove, prove us wrong. wrong. Okay, prove. Fuck LVE. Oh, okay. What? Okay, yeah. Okay. Damone Clark. Another guy. Another guy who's, I, I think, could be trending up. Trending up, but C. Yeah, I, I'm yet to put him as, as a B. I think C trending up. And to me, if he has a good enough season, he might just jump the whole B category himself. Yes, 100%. And there's no rule. That says that you can only move up one level per year. Can you can you have a trending up and an expectations up? Only on a as a lower no, no. expectation. The expectation is only for rookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you clarified that. I've clarified it. He has said it a couple three, times. This well, is I'm the just, third time I've told you. you, and you it just prob- keep ignoring Guess me. what? It probably won't be your last time. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Damone Clark probably could be an expectation because. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. <laughs> I'm what did you say? Uh, oh. Bocce Eric also brings a great point out here. Uh-oh. LVE threw a shutout to CanFan last training camp. That alone puts him at an A. Well, that alone actually <laughs> just kept him out of being an F last year. <laughs> like, going into the season last year, that was the only thing. I was like, okay, maybe I got to stop breaking yeah, you got to think. Yeah, yeah. 2021, I was at a constant battle watching Leighton Van Der Esch. It was not – when the defense was out there, he was the only guy I would hyper-focus on. And until the playoff playoff game against playoffs. San Fran – where he had an actually unbelievable game, was probably our best defensive player on the field. 
I really like him on the sounds of the sidelines. I actually am considering an LVE jersey this year. Ooh, Damn. okay. But we're, we've moved on from LVE. So, yeah. Damone Ooh. Clark, solo tackle, 74th. He's ranked 74th and assists 72nd. Uh, overall grade by PFF is a 65.5. His run defense was 64.3. I think a C is very fair. <laughs> Sorry, Doc yeah. Holiday is just Were you smoking up. black tar heroin over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to cover my mouth so I don't annoy everyone listening. I'm your huckleberry. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, what, <laughs> <laughs> what did we? Uh, what did we give our linebacking core? As well, we're grade? not looking yet. I think we gave them a C. It was our not. It was not one of it our best hey, guys. It's we're pretty consistent with I our think ratings we're pretty here. Consistent with we our are, ratings. We thought about. We thought about all this. Cox C. <laughs> yeah, and Jabby Cox again yeah. could be trending up, but to me, he to me, he's actually trending down. Because he's he he should have had his season. He should have had his season last year, or is he just sitting sitting pretty here? No, I think he, I think you are right because if because here's why he's trending down. Because if he doesn't come in, then guess who is? We're hoping is overshone, baby. So that's don't, and don't get me wrong with with the Wolf Hunter with Damone Clark and with Jabby Cox and overshone. Oh yeah, I want these guys to take the next step. This is just how we feel. I, I think our our weakest spot. On the team was linebacker last year, and it and it, interior. And it is this, and it is this year. Yeah. Clearly by the board, so I, I think that's fair. The board don't lie. The board does not lie. When you really sit down and analyze the game, like the Cowboys can fan, you realize that the board does not lie. You realize these, that you should lay these off. These guys alcohol. use objective analytics. <laughs> they Google. They have or great. subjective. They, they, they're. They have a subscription to PFF that they just read the grades off of. Uh, G. Eric says, uh, or two-time Can Fan Award winner G. Eric says, typical, always judging men by the size of their cocks. <laughs> That's just Alex. Hey, That's just AJ. Bring on the bots. Bring on the Sex bots. Hey, uh, bring on those bots. Overshum, what's the expectation here? I think he's a C expectation. Again, like I said with, with Junior. He's a third-round pick. If he can just get in there and be a, he's not going to be expected to start over Damone Clark or Jabril Cox. He's there. The way that, the way that Cowboy Nation's talking well, about him, but, they, but his expectation's supposed to be third a. round, Third-round draft pick. Yep. yep. So, to me, I if he ends up surpassing, the battle's between him and Jabril Cox. Sure, sure. Expectation is when he's in there, he's a serv- serviceable player. I think the expectation could be a B. Because you want him to stand out above Jabril, uh, Jabril Cox. We don't really want to just replace Cox with another Cox. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are right. <laughs> but if you're trying to replace him for what you wanted him to just be in the orig- originally, which was a, a serviceable linebacker, like Jabril Cox wasn't signed. Like, and when he's he training down to a D. That's what I mean. Yeah. So to me, he's just that. Anyone from the kind of the third to the seventh, third to the sixth, are kind of C guys. Yeah, where a player. A, a second round's a B, expectations, or first round's an A. That's fair. Let's let's pop him there. And if he gets if he's better than that, if he if Overshone ends up starting over any of the other linebackers on the team, it's going to it's jump up. Whoever ends up being the starting linebackers this year, yeah. I think end up jumping up to a B depending on how they play. Now Adam, that expectations is only for rookies, okay? Uh is that why you <laughs> gave it to uh, Agent Orange? Agent or Agent 0? <laughs> um yeah. 
Okay, so Agent I guess Zero Agent Orange. <laughs> Agent Orange is what they used in, in Vietnam. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, for whatever I, I was thinking. Because yeah, of his, it, orange, his jersey. orange jersey. Because he's from Tech yeah. Texas. Texas. Uh, I went and saw a whole bunch of shit on that in uh, Vietnam. Yeah, it's it was, it's crazy shit. It was a wild. I day. went to. I think me and you went to the same one. Yeah, the American the American War Museum. Years apart, but yeah, it was. Yeah, years it apart. Was wild. Years apart. Um. Okay. Here we go with uh cornerbacks. Last one. Last left. Let's go, Boss Man Fat. Okay. Let's throw Boss Man Fat out there. He is a D for me, and I'm gonna say trending up because if he doesn't trend up, he's just gonna be cut. There's not gonna be anywhere next year. Sure. And it might not even be that he is trending up, but he has to be trending up. What was your expectations of him when he was a rookie? A B. I wanted. He was started as a, he was drafted as a second round pick to be the opposite of. He was supposed to battle with Anthony Brown to be opposite Trevon Diggs. You got to think. You got to put this in a perspective. Trevon Diggs was drafted in the second round. Bossman yeah. Fat was drafted in the in the second round the year after him. Yeah. So you, your expectations, you got to, you expect to have the growing pains that Trevon Diggs had in year one and two, but then by season three, which is what we're coming into for Bossman Fat, is his kind of takes that leap and ends up becoming an, an A, B, or even possibly S player. He's at a D on the fringe of not even making the team in his third year. Yeah. Which is no bueno. My my, my concern with the trending up is is that... Do we think he is trending up? No, and that's that. You make a good, a fair point. The trending up should be guys that are trending up. So she's got to be trending down. Then he's got to be trending down if he's down. if he's a possibility of being a cut candidate or camp cut. Or yeah. or can you not just stay as a D? I mean, as a D, you're no, because kind of already a no, camp because because he's if he stays as a D, he's gone. Yeah. He's cut. True. You don't have a. He's not staying. He'll be gone um, before they let him just fucking dwindle in D town. Dwindle in detail, <laughs> hanging out in detail, and it sucks because uh, you want a guy to succeed, especially with a cool name like Bossman Fat. But haven't seen it yet, though. Have not. Have not seen the Bossman Fat. So I think we go to the newest member. But, oh, I was going to say you pick good answer. Uh, oh yeah, no, 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 it's I, fine. I, I I agree. I I only disagree with your guys' expectations. <laughs> Add pick the next guy or AJ's too AJ quick. Already has oh, I put Steph. I, yeah, no, I called so I just, it, but you were so quick. That, okay. AJ has Stefan Diggs up there. Add lead out with it. <laughs> uh, Gilmore expectations for me on Gilmore is uh, I, I would actually have him as an S. Oh, okay. And give us why. I sorry, I would have him as an S, but I feel like with the trade in his age, he's more of an A with uh, with a uh, trending up. With the possibility with another good year, he could be in that S tier. Yeah. PFF does have him ahead of Trevon Diggs as the Cowboys' top corner. And PFF actually has both of our starting cornerbacks in the top 10, which is pretty sweet. I can't, I so can't then, remember so, time the Cowboys so, had that. So then the contest, the contestant, the, do I contest myself to have him back as an S? Because I, the think, top 10, I think he's an S. I think S is fair, and the reason is if he is top six, he's cusping, which I think, I think he was seven. Or maybe it was. Maybe it was six. I can't remember. I thought it was six and eight. Was maybe 10? it was seven and nine. I don't know. But anyways, like two in the top ten, you ask 100 people, you might get um, – they might end up in the top five. And I'm not like saying that there's a line in the sand, but for sure if a player's top five at any position, they are um, a nest here in the NFL. So Gilmore six. Oh, yes. I an think S. Good he's guess, an S, good man. guess, AJ. Good guess. He has to be an S. And Diggs at eight. 
I mean, they're both I mean, S's. Diggs could be an S. They're Diggs both could S. possibly an S. I, I, seven. <laughs> seven. I don't there's, hate the S because, like you said, at cornerback, also at cornerback. There's two. There's two of them. There's actually three, in, including, like, the slot corner. True. There's yeah. so many of them. So if you're top six in your positional group, I think he's defaulted. PFF has defaulted him to an S. Okay, so chat, there's a lot of con, uh, conversations going in the chat, and I don't want to throw the thing off. Yeah, but I, we, once, no, no. once we go through some Let's of the stuff, oh, there's, okay. there's a couple of – People want it now that they're kind of tuning in. They want to contest some of our ratings, but uh, we're, just, we're we're close to kind of finishing. Yeah, we'll do. Can yeah. we do the contesting after? We'll do yeah, a little. Yeah, we'll, do a chat, we'll do a chat contesting and let us let us fend for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, well, the one the EJ Savage is asking is this expectations though, or what they're currently. So expectations for rookies, just for rookie, and then what they're currently at, and and if they're trending up or trending down, it's like. Okay, they had a really good season last year. We expect this is where they are now, but we expect that they're going to continue to improve on that. Or, you know, oh, they're here, but if they keep going, if they keep, if they just keep that this, then they're trending down. Like if they just keep what they did last year, they're trending down or whatever. It's or their last two, their last last two seasons. seasons. Yeah, Jabril Cox in year one, he was supposed to get out there, start playing, he got hurt. You can't really hold him against it. No, last year he couldn't even get on the field. Last year they could. You had Demone Clark who was coming off of uh, almost so a just a, yeah. no matter yeah, how you spin down. it, it's a trending down. His his, yeah. his expectations his stock is dropping. Should have went up and they've been going consistently down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So and you can add your own flavor to to what. Just here's the the ultimate thing is just explain why they're in the position right and C is your average NFL player correct guy that's just run of your mill. Good. He's a good football player. He's like a 70 in Madden. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think I think if we look at Gilmore for the S ranking where he is, because uh, we're still on him, right? We haven't yeah, put yeah, up yeah, the next person yeah. on the dock. I feel like, you know, we know where Diggs is going to go. But even if he was older and EJ's bringing up that he's good, but he's not elite anymore, he possibly could be trending down. Possibly he could be an, you could have S trending down. However, move him to a different scheme. We put him to that simply chaotic Dan Quinn put, scheme. Put him on the field with chaotic Diggs. simplicity. Chaotic simplicity. Put him on the field with another per, an, another S Club Seven member like yeah. Diggs, S Club Seven member like Diggs. Yeah, uh, you see how I did that there. Mm-hmm. And and he and he can retain his eliteness. And and the, in the defense, like you have a guy like Stefan Gilmore. Regardless if he's just good or he was elite and he's just good now. Change this, change the team, change the environment. Yeah. Put him onto an elite defense, which is what we. Well, are. it's going to be interesting to see because last year teams kind of went away from throwing at Diggs because they knew they could just pick on Anthony Brown, and then once Anthony Brown was out, they knew they could just pick on whoever the hell we had out there playing corner. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Very what they, interesting. Who do they decide? Do they try to go against Gilmore? Or do they try to go against Diggs? It's going to. I. It's. Do, I, and do, who is our one? And who is our two? It would be amazing. Yeah. It would be amazing to see Diggs have a high interception. I mean, I don't even know if we'll, we'll ever see him do as high interceptions. No, as you're he, not going to see that. that. What did that he have? Eleven. 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 Even five. Even five. Man, like not so bland. I almost led the NFL with five last yeah. year. So even if <sighs> Diggs, dogs, even if Diggs dude. has five or over, that's crazy. But they're going to have to throw the football somewhere. And both these guys are. Even if Diggs isn't, or sorry, even if Gilmore isn't what he was. That he still showed very, a, a very a, he was a very good player last year for the Colts, and he just got on a better defense. Well, I want to ask this to chat, and then we can move on to get uh, Diggs's rating in next year. But I want to ask Chet, what is is uh, Gilmore's game a speed based game, or is it more position and and uh, just smart? Like um, if he's 
getting older and losing a, a step here and there, is that going to affect his game more or less than the average cornerback as they get older? Like, is he is is the way that he play based more on his intelligence, his football intelligence, and just his knowing where to be at the right time? And you know, it's what tough the to fuck tough to say. Ask. I think well, it's. A little uh, bit of everything. Uh, okay, so let's do digs. One last. Did. I just want to see. It's yep, EJ yep. said in chat. I'm sorry, but if you have three S tier defenders and multiple other A's, your defense should carry you to at least the, an NFC Championship game. We didn't but, have this defense last year, and we're expecting this, that. I'm expecting an NFC Championship game this year. If we don't make the NFC Championship game this year, uh, to me, it's a fa- it's a failed yeah, season. Hundred percent. So I agree, EJ. You, this team, I believe, this defense and this team should make it to the NFC Championship. Barring any injuries. Just think, Gilmore would have been Anthony Brown, who would have been a fucking B at best trending down. Fucking, yeah, yeah B at best trending down. Diggs might, may have not have been a, an A. Maybe, we, well, we probably would have had him as an as an S. Well, actually. see, Diggs, to me, I think he's, in for me, still is an A trending up to an S. Because he hasn't really put on an elite. He's still he, really good, and he, he's good at getting interceptions, but I still, I feel better with having Gilmore also there. But I... I think if teams have to pick who they're going to throw at, they're going to pick Diggs to throw well, at. Well, I, I think yeah. but you already set the line. Like, he went from uh, – and Steve Chili in the chat saying, um, the way that Diggs flipped the script from a ball hawk to a lockdown corner is elite. I mean, you look at him the one season, everyone rags on him for the amount of yards he gives up. And then last year, no one's throwing to his side. So And then he's rated in the top 10 of cornerbacks. How can he not be an S? If we're going to give Gilmore an S, I think, I think Diggs is an S. Hey, I, I'm good with either or. I'm good with S. It, it's AJ's the final pick. I'm good with either. I, I just said, I think he's an A trending up possibly. Yeah. With Seven. T- I like that, but I do think that the argument for him to be an S is just hard to argue against when you look at. So it's it's 32 times 2, which is 64. And we and he's, what, 8? Yeah, he was 8. <sighs> he was 8, and he, like, put, he put up the numbers. He has the interceptions. They pretty much, like I said, they went away from him. Yeah, teams just stop throwing at him because they're like, "Well, we're just going to throw." Because they did test him at the start of the year. The only thing that kind of I know he's not there to make tackles, but it drives me fucking bananas when the dude shies away, like in a playoff game, playoff, playoff. When George Kittle's running down the middle of the field and all he has to do is lay a fucking body on the guy, and he just decides not to. That kind of shit bugs me a little bit. I mean that that comment allows me to to uh, say to, a, to, pl- to a. a trending up. I still want him. I still want him as an S, though. I, my vote's for an S, um, because I just think because a, we don't need him to tackle. Uh, uh, he did there. There we did. <laughs> no, but it did there. But S. you're you're talking about. I mean, okay. So then you break it down. How many plays did he fuck up by not tackling? That that one, one super important one in a nineteen to twelve. Michael, Par- game. Michael Parsons isn't isn't perfect, and we have him as an S. Yeah, but he's not ever shying away from his position. Right. It'd be like the equivalent of it. Okay, so if you switch it, if it's like if a ball was thrown up in the air and Micah didn't try to intercept it, you know, you're not paying him to intercept balls. But if there's an opportunity, you want him to fucking do it. Yeah, you're still a football player first. You're not just an interception machine. My vote's S. I think S is fine too. I honestly think S is fine. But with this rating that we're given, we're Super Bowl bound, baby. Well, the only thing I say about it is. Either way, it's an S rank for the position. So I don't care. EJ Savage says, I agree. If you have Gilmore as an S, you have to gotta put Diggs there too. Dune. Dune. Done deal. Done, done, done. Um, uh, I get to eat your lunch for that. 
I ain't gonna eat your lunch. Not so bland. Oh, sorry about that. Whammy. Yeah, we gotta do bland. And I think that's it, or is there one more after bland? Uh, I mean, you could do Jordan Lewis, but that's probably... I don't know. I think Duran Not So Bland's probably... The, the last. The last. What are you guys thinking? Bland? I mean, you gotta give the boy a B. With a trending up? With a trending up. That's... That's as fair as it gets. He was drafted... He finished way too strong. He was drafted in the fifth round, right? So last year, expected him to be a C. He ended up being a very serviceable player as a B. And now if he can um, even up what he did last year, he's moving on up to the A apartment. So not so bland sitting there with B. Had five interceptions last year, but it may, like AJ said, it kind of scares me. He finished so strong. He had four interceptions in the fourth quarter, which is insane, just icing games. Oops. <laughs> Cooper Cup and Leighton Vander Esch aligned wide over the tight. <laughs> you messed me up there, son. <laughs> what do you guys think about Bland? I don't think he's that bland. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, like, I'm definitely a trending up no matter where he's rated. I, I don't think he is a concrete A, but I feel like uh, if we're going to talk about someone trending up, he has the ability... I think with this team to go from a B to possibly an S. No. Ah, not next, but not, not, not by next year. I just think that as if he continues to get to, to go upwards with such a strong end being on the right team. S is just such a, it's gotta be like 5% of the NFL is an S. Like it's hard to be an S player. Like an S player almost has to be, you're going to be a hall, like a future hall of famer is how I take an S as. A is very good. Like, A is the top of the top, and S is those guys. Like, guys that I would think of as an S, AJ convinced me Josh Jacobs last season. Do I think Josh Jacobs is an S all the time? He still would have to show another good season. But for players in my mind that I'm thinking are S's, Aaron Donald is an S. Patrick Mahomes is an S. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is an S. Uh, give me some some more. Who are some more? Um, Stephon Diggs is an S. Justin GMC? Jefferson is an S. Christian McCaffrey is an what? S. TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, S's, Micah S. But those Henry, guys, Henry might be an S training, training down. down. Right? So S is like, it's the top of the top of the top. As the skill positions, it's like the first two rounds in fantasy football drafts type I think, thing. I think the best way to decide if a player is an S is like, if would any other NFL team sign this player regardless of who they have on the team? And like, obviously, they have to, let's put like cap out of the question just in theory but like would any other play if if Micah Parsons was on the market every team would, is going for him would want him on their team well and I mean, they would they would replace whoever's on their team with him Deron Bland except for a, f- a handful of guys maybe Deron not so bland having a good season last year and then becoming even an A is fucking amazing yeah, yes but to but, become an S off of one seat it's just no but I'm he, it's his first it's his first uh it was his first year last year He's behind two two S's. Yeah. So depending on what happens to Gilmore, True. you could have him in the twenty twenty five season, twenty twenty four season, being right beside Diggs, replacing Gilmore as an S. But that's what I mean. You got to think of it as a guy. Do you think Deron Bland's going to make the Hall of Fame? Uh, that's I, how I consider. Like that'd be me be saying. Deron Bland had a good good year. Maybe in ten years, well, we after all, he retires, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Who who whose numbers did we look at 
when we were comparing people to Micah that are Hall of Famers that maybe their first two seasons weren't great. Probably just Sean Merriman. And he hasn't they, there's an argue there's an argument that he could probably still, but he won't be. Everyone yeah. else that we compared Micah to that had similar numbers and better starts well, and than that's him what, that was are all gonna be Hall of Famers. Yeah. Yeah. Von Miller, more than likely a Hall of Famer. TJ Watt, I think we looked at, has a very good chance. Nick Bosa, very good chance. Uh, but Demarcus Mike, Ware. Micah outplayed TJ Watt in uh, every single category. Yep. And I think the only person that I would say didn't outplay Mike or that outplayed Micah who won't be in the Hall of Fame was Sean Merriman. Ad yeah. was just asking because we were comparing. I'm just saying when you, I think of an S player, Ad's talking about Deron Bland possibly being an S player. I'm thinking of it as me saying Deron Bland has a chance of being in the Hall of Fame because an S player to me is a guy. Trevon Diggs, if he keeps going what he's doing, has a chance to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore is probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Micah Parsons has a very good chance if he keeps going the way he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. All did, of, and all then who did we have on offense? Zach Martin? He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, EJ Savage is saying S gets thrown out too easily. We're talking about the hardest position in the league to play outside of QB. S tier QS cornerbacks don't grow on trees. Yeah, but we broke down too. Like the only other argument then is Trevon Trevon Diggs goes to A trending up, trending up. Gilmore is a hundred percent an S. He was PFF ranked sixth out of ten. Out of thirty-two, he was the sixth rank. And what was Diggs? Eight. So then Diggs has to, I mean, then you're saying that Diggs, I, I feel like when you have Diggs rated at an eight, he has to also be an S. I think our, PFF, I, think our I think our rating is, is perfect. Though. I think, I think they're both S players and I, yeah. we get it. They don't grow on trees, but they've put up the stats to be there. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's, I think he's talking about bland. I think oh yeah. He's, bland. Oh, for sure. Bland. For sure. Definitely for, bland. or he could be, he could be talking about the two there, but well, I, either way, either way, um, he's we agree, agree with, he's, we agree with the point and we're just solidifying the argument there here here's let me read out our player rank our position tiers and we might have one that rubs the wrong way yeah he was talking to land so uh obviously safety s we have our three our three kings up there three a's make an s they're just that solid and they just make the position great exceptional um then we have uh, what the fuck? Hang on a sec. Can are we, we able to get that screen up too? We are. I'm just trying to find. Where's our defense? Defense. Defense. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's all on the same. Yeah. Uh, I can't pull it up right now. Okay. Because, anyways, CB cornerbacks A, which so I, that- th- I think that's fair. I think A is still fair. It's still fair, but it's it is kind of odd that we would have two S's, two S players. I don't think we were looking at them being S player, both being S players when we were doing that. I'm, I know, but that's the interesting difference. We yeah. haven't had one of those yet. Well, yeah. and, and this is maybe the first position where our individual player rankings doesn't necessarily match up with our position. Rankings. But this is what we were talking about when this is what we were arguing about about uh, QB, C cornerbacks being an A and Anth. Started to say, if that person goes down, do you, are you confident? Why, why was I like that? I was just saying, I wasn't getting mad. I was just saying, if we, if 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 Stephon Gilmore, or Trevon Diggs go down, who's replacing them? Yeah, exactly. Who's replacing them? You're you're not getting another S player, you're getting, which is why they're an A. You're getting so you boss have, man fat, or you resigning Anthony oh, Brown? Yeah, so that's yeah, so that's yeah, right. so, okay, so that's okay. dro- that's exactly okay, why okay. I dropped that position to be sure. an S. Fair, fair, an very S. fair, fair. Uh, and then it was obviously defensive line with Micah um, is an S. And when we look, we got 
uh, an A expectation from Ozzie Smith, an A from Coach Law, and then uh, double O there as a B trending up if he keeps having that type of season that he does. Um, so that, you know. And there's a bunch of other guys that are sitting right in the B, like B area that can come in and on that position group oh, to yeah. help. The, the D line, if someone gets hurt, I feel better about a, d- a defensive end getting hurt and having someone being able to replace them than a cornerback. Yeah. Yep. And then finally, linebackers uh, were C, which I think wah, looks wah, pretty fair. Wah. Looks pretty fair, yeah, because we we, the highest rater, rating we got is um, Wolf Hunter at B, and then all of our other linebackers. And we're we're being pretty generous, I think, with with giving Overshone um, a C expectation. But it makes sense. It does make sense. De- yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And boss man fat sitting at a D might even be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like right. boss man fat sitting at a D might be a nice, nice rating. He might be flirting on that E. You could have, you could have him at an E with no trending. And that E just means that you're, you're on your, you're, you're on your last out. Legs. He I, is on his last leg. Cause an F is basically your, like, I don't need, if, if there's a guy that's an F, there's someone else that is better to be out there for your starters. Like Greg, the leg was easily an F that season. Oh Yeah. Def, and that's why definitely. he didn't make the team, the team next year. Fucking um, Mar was an F in the Ma- Mar- Tampa game. Mar was like, uh, I feel like Maher was like an A that turned that turned to a fucking F. F yeah, within a couple games. Well, here is uh, the so counting down or just looking at if we look at S rank and then keep moving downwards and just ticking off our starting players. Um. So obviously Parsons starting, Gilmore starting, Diggs starting, um, and then our our trio safeties: uh, J. Ron Hooker and Dub, Adano Dub, Mazzy Smith, the rookie, and Coach Law. Double O, uh, uh, yeah, Double O Wolf Hunter, not so bland. Well, not so bland might not be a starter, quote unquote, right? But that's pretty strong. Pretty strong. And I think everyone's expecting the defense to be strong. NFL analysts are starting to get a little bit of hype behind this defense. So I'm expecting the defense to be good. And like EJ said in the ch- in the chat, with having us having these three S-ranked guys and then a bunch of guys that we have A's and B's, to me, this team is, f- I'm fully prepared for them to make a push for the NFC championship game. And if they don't, I'll be very, I will be disappointed because this is the best yeah. overall team this is definitely the best overall team we've had since the BWBs have been around. Yes, yeah, since the uh, absolutely. Yeah. I would even say oh, back yeah. to twenty. You could, I'm going to say twenty sixteen, twenty four. I'm going to say twenty fourteen. This is the most hyped I've been going into a season. Since really? Then. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but were you hyped? You were hyped going into twenty fourteen, or you were hyped when twenty fourteen was happening? No, no, I was hyped. I thought Romo and Demarco Murray were going to absolutely rip show. You, you still had. A lot of you had Sean Lee. You had you had so many good players. You had Ware. You had a bunch of guys that you felt like you could win a. The Cowboys could have won a Super Bowl in twenty fourteen. Twenty sixteen, you were hyped as the season was. No, twenty sixteen, I was hyped going in. We drafted Zeke. I was stoked. Then Romo got hurt. I was pissed because I was like, oh my god, he actually finally got. He their offensive line was amazing. I thought again, I thought Super Bowl or bust. And then Dak obviously started off nine and zero, and I just. Again, they the Cowboys could have won the Super Bowl in 2016. The only, they had a good enough team. The only questionable player on our team this year, do you think, is Dak and the running backs? 
I don't even running backs. Uh, Dak's not a question to me. Dak's a good enough quarterback with this team to win. Yeah, he, he's not a question to me. Uh, Dak Prescott's not a question mark. I don't think he's detrimental to to hurting this team. Does he have to elevate his game? Of course, he has to elevate his game. If you want to win a Super Bowl, everybody has to. I'm not worried about him. I'm not one bit. Uh, the running backs. I'm not worried about Tony Pollard either, as long as he's healthy. Realistically, this team's set. This team's pretty good. So we just can't get injured. Real realistically, we <laughs> right just can't get injured. We but. improved on the positions and the issues that we had last season. Oh yes, on defense, yes. Not on offense. There, yeah. I mean, the offense I'd say is just as just as good. I mean, Brandon Cooks. That weapons, makes us all feel more good. Weapons, more Brandon weapons. Cooks, Scooney. Like, I, I'm excited. Yeah, more more weapons, but. Um, Question, uh, questionable defending in the in the the second line of defending. Yep, you know, uh, without Zeke, kicker's a question. EJ saying, "Oh yeah, definitely kicker is a big question." I know, and it's kind of wild, I guess. But I guess they'll be waiting until training camp. It's Who one of those positions. Knows? It's yeah. one of those positions. The kicker's kicking no matter what, right? Yeah, you don't need him to get in there and gel with your team. Yeah, you, right. You, he could sign. You could sign him a day, but as long as he's been kicking, you could sign him a day before week one, and yeah, he's, he's yeah, still doing what yeah. he's going to do. It's one, yeah, it's one of those positions that you don't need to come in and like. And it's in a stadium. Yeah, exactly. Still a question though. It's still a question mark. It's still a big question. Uh, do you think there's ever? Do you think they'll re-sign somebody like Maher, mm. or is he gone? I think they kind of went past. I, I think he's gone. I don't want to bring back spoiled meat. <laughs> so is that it we roll yeah, yeah we, expired, that, that's it we did it we we ranked him uh we will be back so ad uh, did you say thursday we got to be we, back we ranked him and banked him i we think, thir- I think we're gonna him. possibly do this thursday okay our, th- ven- oh. our venue is changing our lease and we have to go uh sorry we'll, pro- sorry, of- we'll probably still do this wednesday okay so we okay. will be back this wednesday 6 p.m pacific 8 p.m Woo! or no 8 p.m central 9 yep. p.m there you go Eastern. We will yes, be back. Daddy! And we don't know what we're going to be talking about. That's why you got to tune in. For the bandwagon boys who one has his goddamn Father's Day and he's still here slanging and banging with us too and all, everyone else in chat. Hey, chat, thanks for coming by. We never give enough props to chat. Thanks for coming oh, by. Love you, chat. Love you, chat. And then, okay, for, for me, your host, Anthbest, I think we out. I think we Peace. out. Peace out. Woo.